Welcome to this week's Planet Shakers podcast. Planet Shakers Conference presence is just four weeks away and we can't wait to experience God's presence like never before with you. It's not too late to register. You can sign in now at register.planetshakers.com to secure your registrations. Conference will be held across two locations, Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre and 400 City Road on the 11th, 12th and 13th of January with a live band and speaker for every session. We know it's going to be life-changing. So now let's jump into this week's podcast. I want to talk to you on what I just finished praying at the end there on the topic today of Seeds of Victory. You know, we're coming into the end of the year and the challenge can be that we can actually look at our year through the prism of one year did we do successfully or didn't we? You know, in the, in the Santa Claus thought, it says, are you naughty or nice? Will you get a present or won't you get a present? When we come to the end of the year, the new year, we start to do this sum of, did I do well? Was this a good year? Was this a bad year? But the problem with that is we've got to recognise that God's not so consumed with the destination, He's consumed with the journey, our life as a whole. And we've got to recognise that in a season of victory, if we're not careful, we can actually start to rate, was it a good one? Was it a bad one? Did I have victory? But I wanna remind you today that we serve a God who actually takes our faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. He takes our faith, our seed, and He actually uses our seed. And sometimes what we sow in 2023 doesn't germinate to 2026. Sometimes what was sown in 1970 isn't germinating to 2023. But make no mistake that our God doesn't waste the seed. He is the one that holds the seeds of victory. He gives them to us and what we do with them determines what they become. You know, with this in mind, I was thinking of a story and Pastor Russell tells this story over and over again. I've heard it in different contexts. And it's about his mother and how his mother uh, was in Papua New Guinea. You know, Pastor Russell was actually born in Papua New Guinea. And, and so in the mid uh, to late 60s, his parents were there serving as missionaries. But there was one particular night where his mum was actually sick with a fever and a snake came into the room and it was up high and she opened her mouth, eyes and she saw this snake and it caused her basically to have a breakdown. It meant that they had to leave PNG. So it would appear that they left on a negative, not the plan, not their plan, but actually she left and she ended up in hospital and it took her a long time to recover. But the thing that Russell talks about that I love is he talks about how he'd wake in the morning and he'd hear his mum, even in the time that she was down, singing songs of praise. She would determine to say the circumstance isn't gonna fashion who she is. And, and in fact, she sung the song so much that she ultimately broke through with praise. And for those that know Pastor Lorraine, who's now passed on and gone to be with the Lord, she was a powerful woman that kept believing, that kept uh, you know, pushing forward in, in the things of God. And yes, she had a season of breakdown, but here's the thing. If that happened to you in 2023, would 2023 be a waste of time? You know, would it be a negative year? Would it be a down year? But I wanna remind you today that sometimes in our greatest adversities is when we actually see God come through at His greatest. The truth is that He operates in our weakness. So shouldn't we embrace when things go wrong and recognise that seeds can actually go out of that time and become all that God purposed us to be? 
So I want to remind you today that if we're gonna see a season like we've been through, whether it's been incredible, which for me personally, for Planet Shakers, I believe this has been one of our best years, as was prophesied, a season, a year of victory. But the truth is, if it hasn't been in some aspect, the whole aspect, it doesn't mean that this year has been lost. Why? Because we are called to sow seeds. Have you been a sower this year? Have you sown what God has purposed you to do? Because I tell you, it's gonna come back to you as we understand how to sow in a season, whether good or bad. In Acts chapter 16, and I've heard this preached many times and I don't wanna preach on the Scripture so much as I wanna remind you of it because you are planet shakers. And in no small part, this actually stems from who we are. One day, sorry, in Acts chapter 16 and verse 16, one day, as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the, for, the future. She earned a lot of money. Notice, she earned a lot of money. This is where the problem stems from. For her masters by telling uh, fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated. This is actually a story of getting exasperated and acting or reacting out of exasperation isn't always right. But when you sow seeds in the economy of God, God always turns even negative things into positive things. God can use circumstance of your life to actually help you to do great things. So hold on to who He is. Turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the Name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered. So they grabbed Paul and Silas and they dragged them before the authorities in the marketplace. The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews, which was a lie, but, but they're, they're, they're communicating. And, and then it says in verse 21, they are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practise. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas. I wanna remind you today that there's all sorts of things going on in our world. Let's not get a mob mentality. Let's stay kingdom focused. Let's make sure we don't allow little things or, or political things or things that are on the radar to become what we get involved in. Let's get about the kingdom business. And, and so the mob mentality rise, rose up here. They, uh, A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas in verse 22. And the city officials ordered them to be stripped beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten. This is like emphasising how badly they were beaten and they were thrown into prison. I want you to understand that this would have been a low place for them. If they were rating how their week had gone right at this moment, in the natural, they would have been rating this as an average week. Church, I want you to understand that we don't rise and fall based on what's going on in our lives. We rise and fall against the One who stays the same yesterday, today and forever. And we need to understand who He is. The jailer was ordered to make sure that they didn't escape. So the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Around midnight, which is the darkest part of the night, darkness, low, everything's going wrong. Paul and Silas decided to sow seeds. We're praying and we're singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a massive earthquake. 
a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundation. Is this coincidental? No, all the doors opened immediately. They flew open and the chains and every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, run away. So he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, stop, don't kill yourself. We are all still here. Church, I want you to understand that praise broke them out of their situation. Praise actually has a power that's not just a few fast songs that we sing at the start of church, but it's actually got a power, a tool in our weaponry as we fight this good fight. We actually stand and we begin to praise. And I wanna tell you, this has been a year of victory. So when we praise, there's victories on the left, there's victories on the right. God starts to do things in and through us if we continue to believe what He tells us about ourselves. So come on, it's time for us to praise. Come on, give God a great praise right now. Come on, let's lift this roof. God, we thank You for what You've done. But you see, Pastor Lorraine had maybe been inspired through these Scriptures and she was actually singing in her time of lack. She had a breakdown, but praise you know, it, it broke the hold of her life. What are you doing in your negative situation? What are you doing in your measure of whether it was good or bad or what's happening in your family or your business or your health? I wanna tell you today that God's gonna come through in your circumstance. All you have to do is keep sowing and sowing and sowing and sometimes you don't even know what you're doing, but keep believing and watch what God will do. But you see, we talk about sowing and sowing is almost like a precise science. If you think about a farmer, a farmer would actually sow seed. And in fact, we even talk about into good soil. But church, I wanna remind you today that the Bible talks of farming illustrations and often it doesn't use the word sowing, a precise measure uh, into good soil. It actually also uses another word called scatter. Look what it says in Mark chapter four and verse 26. Jesus also said, the kingdom of God is like a farmer, um, like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. Church, we've got to get so less consumed with what the outcome of our sowing and our scattering does. We've just got to do what He's given into our hand. We are conduits and as He gives us seed, we're supposed to sow seed. We're supposed to scatter seed. And it says, scatter seed on the ground night and day while He was sleeping or awake. The seed, oh, you do not know what your God does. You do not know how He operates. While they were asleep or awake, the seed sprouts and grows, but He does not understand how it happens. Just because He doesn't understand doesn't mean He doesn't sow. He doesn't scatter seed. Church, we can live in a hedonistic society today where we've got to know everything. We've got to be in control of everything. What about my rights? But we've got to understand that we are sons and daughters of the living God. Therefore, we've got to live with an understanding that we don't understand everything, but we understand our God. And our God is faithful to His principles. And if we keep sowing and we keep scattering what He's given us, we're gonna step into all that God has purposed for us. And in verse 28, it says this, the earth produced the crops on its own. First, a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of wheat are formed and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with his sickle for the harvest time has come. 
I want you to understand that God is gonna come through. God is gonna come through in your circumstances. But yet often we're looking through the natural rather than recognising that we've just got to trust Him sometimes. Leone's father, my father-in-law, who's passed away now, I remember having this conversation with him once about his time in Papua New Guinea. Now, uh, Pastor Russell, I've just told you, was born in Papua New Guinea. Leone was born in Papua New Guinea. That's actually not why we're there. 2015, when Pastor Russell and I were speaking, uh, we were actually planning to go to Sri Lanka, but there was a change because somebody knew somebody in PNG and was it by chance? No, I don't believe anything's by chance when you're a sower. When you're somebody who scatters, you, you understand you just go with what God wants you to do with what you've got in your hand and see what happens. But they were missionaries as well in the late 60s and early 70s. They were only there for three years. I remember distinctly this conversation I had with him and he talked about the negative of going to Papua New Guinea. I gave everything up. I was senior officer in the, uh, the public service and I gave it all up and me and my wife went to this remote place called Wewak. And after two and a half years, my wife felt pregnant, had a baby and that baby was Leonie. And she was born in Wewak Hospital, the same hospital Pastor Russell was born four years earlier. And, and, and anyway, um, he said, I went there and I came home and he said, I came home because my wife was 43 when she had Leonie and it wasn't safe for her to stay. So we came back, we went back into the public service and we lost momentum even in the public service. And I don't know why it happened. And it was a negative. He said, the only thing that happened was three people got saved. And he felt like he'd failed. Pastor Andrew Russell's father and, and, and Norm Leone's father talk about how they used to swim across crocodile infested rivers. Thank God I'm not the Planet Shakers missions guy that has to do that today. I can go across in a nice turboprop plane and look down. Wow, there's a crocodile. Thank God I'm nowhere near it. But also in that time, it was, it was cannibalism was still alive in some parts of the country. And most people had never seen white flesh. Who knows when you haven't tried something, you wanna try it. And as missionaries, they're going to these places, I'm like, wow. But he came home and he only saw three get saved. He felt he had failed. Look at what it says in Galatians chapter six and verse seven. Do not be deceived. God cannot, cannot, cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not grow weary. Let us not grow weary in scattering. Let us not grow weary in sowing seed. For at the proper, or another version it says, at the right time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Church, do not give up. Do not say it's not gonna happen. Do not say, God, can you really come through? God is a God who will not be mocked. He's gonna come through for you. That seed is gonna germinate. Harvest time, harvest time, harvest time. It's coming. He's gonna come in your circumstances. But you see, scatter. He felt like he'd wasted. He'd scattered out seeds everywhere and only three got saved. Let's fast forward to 19, 2018. That was 1971 when he came back home. 47 years later, I'm in Fiji. I'm the director of Believe, which means the missions pastor for Planet Shakers. 
I'm in Fiji and Pastor Scott, our Bible college principal, rings me and says, Pastor Neil, we need someone to speak in WeWAC. And your daughter's doing Bible college at the moment. Could she go and do it? And I said, sure. I didn't ask her, by the way, but I just said, sure. And, uh, and she, she was going to lay and we had no intention of sending her to WeWAC. But remember where Leonie was born? Remember where Pastor Russell was born? And now one of my kids, 47 years later, grandparents have died, is sent to WeWAC. She arrives and she had to do a university. And uh, over the next few days, thousands of people get saved. But at the end of the weekend, she arrives at the church and like we do, she does her testimony at church. We didn't know that they didn't really like having girls at church, but it was good. She had a long skirt on. And if you know anything about the past, this wasn't actually long ago, but they were okay that she had a long skirt on and she was giving a testimony. Don't know what that means, but that's the way it was. And so she shares her testimony about how my grandfather was in this region. And he was in this place and and uh, he came here for a few years. My mum got saved. And what that means in their culture is you become the one took or family. So now they're calling her Pastor Kimberly at the ripe old age of 19 at Bible College because, wow, she's come back to the land after her parents were here. She shares a testimony at the end of the service. A man gets up, comes to her and he's got a, his granddaughter with him and he says, uh, Kimberly, you don't know who I am. But actually who it was was the man, the first man that ever got saved from her grandfather. And he's with his granddaughter and he says, this is my granddaughter, similar age to you, Kimberly, but there's now over a hundred people in my family that have got saved because of what your granddad did. He then starts to point out, see where we built over there? Your granddad was involved in helping us build that annex of the church. This was the very church he'd been in at that time. None of us knew. Sowing seeds, scattering. Do you know that weekend, Kimberly prayed for people and blind eyes opened. Do you know that over 20,000 people made decisions for Christ that weekend? The first place she ever preached to adults, the university, over 150 people made a decision for Christ. And I said to her, Kimberly, are these your seeds? Or are these your granddad's, Norm's seeds? He's now gone to heaven, but my God will not be mocked. Whatever is sown will come to pass. My God will come through for you. If you sow seed, you will have breakthrough like Pastor uh, Lorraine had and breakthrough will position you for what God has purposed for you. It's not a year of did you fail or did you succeed? This is a year of victory. And if you have sown seeds, make no mistake, my God's gonna come through in your circumstances. So what happens when we've sown seed? You need to understand that there's always a harvest. In the economy of God, there's always a harvest. We reap what we sow. So think about this. P&G, the Evans family, Pastor Russell and his mum and dad, they were born in P&G. Leonie and her family, she was born in P&G. She even felt like, you know, I, my mum was 43 when she had me. That's why we had to come home. Maybe I was part of the problem. And the enemy will always try to use what is intended to be good seed as a negative over your life. We break that off your thinking today. Planet Shakers was born in adversity. Russell 
learned from his mum listening through the wall at her praise that if you praise, you can break through. You know, as we travel the world as Planet Shakers right now, do you know what people say to me over and over again? Planet Shakers is a breakthrough ministry but it took someone to sow the seed who didn't feel like it, who felt like they were having a breakdown, that felt like they couldn't get through to push beyond and say, I'm gonna praise however I feel. Now we do it, you're living in the season of victory, but is the seeds of the season of victory now or are they 50 years ago when somebody was in a room trying to break through? God wants you to understand that no seed is wasted, that we need to continue to scatter whatever takes place. Do you know now in the Pacific, we've seen together collectively over 350,000 decisions for Christ. Are they because of what we done or are they because of the seeds that were sown by Norm Greaves who went to his grave feeling like he'd failed? But no, no, in the economy of God, my God will not be mocked and whatever is sown will be reaped and we need to step into what God has purpose for us. Seed sown. Seed scattered equals reaping. The band can come. It's a song that we sing because I don't know if you've noticed, but we don't just sing. We have in 2023, Planet Shakers Victory Praise. Our praise, I wanna tell you, I've been around for 150 years at Planet Shakers. And next year we're gonna celebrate as a church, 20 years as a church together. But what God has done, and this year, like no other year I've experienced, yes, we've had victory, but I feel like we've had victory praise as well. Have you noticed that some of our praise songs now when we sing them, it's like fun and it's not like hard pushing through. Pastor Lorraine and others have pushed through and broken through and now we live with victory seeds. But, but, but now we sing songs like the winning team and I don't know about you, I think it's fun. I get excited, I hear it and there's all this stuff going on on the screens and, and there's people dancing and, and Josh gets on the screen, lifts his leg and I feel like I'm just even doing it right there and I think I pulled my, my hammy just doing that. You know, one of the things I dislike, I was telling the first service, is when you get older, I'm 53, we jump, which is awesome. I remember a Planet Shakers conference in Adelaide 24, 25 years ago. I would jump all day, all night, but I'm 53 now. And I come to the first service and I jump. The second service, I jump a little less. The third service, it's like, you know, the boom type. <laughs> I don't even know what they're singing. I don't have a clue. I stand in the front and I'm like, and they're singing, you know, and I'm like a line behind looking at the screen and then they change the screen. I'm like, don't change yet, I don't know the words. get to the five, five o'clock service, six o'clock service, whatever service, exactly. That's how I feel at the end of every day. I have to have ice baths all of Monday just to stay alive. But I, I get to the six o'clock and there's all these young adults, for those watching online, we got a big altar here and all these young adults and I sit on the front row and they're all jammed up against me. And I can't jump anymore. It's my fourth service for crying out loud. I've been up since seven o'clock in the morning. But they look at me like, come on, Pastor Neil, you're lazy. We're praising, come on, jump. I'm like, if I jump, my knee's gonna pop out. 
And I look at him, I think, you got up at four o'clock this afternoon, come to one service. I've been here four times today. But you know, I've got to take a chapter out of my dad's book. He's passed away. He used to go to church and he'd sometimes drag us to church and we'd be at church morning, noon and night. I'd sleep on the windowsill of the car when we went to small groups during the week. You were allowed to back in those days. Church, church, church. But this is what I love and what I believe because of their sowing in our lives. But my dad used to sit just up maybe four or five rows back. And for whatever reason, sometimes he'd come back three, he'd come back four services and he'd just stand there. He'd have his earbuds in, never sung a word. He told me later it was because he just couldn't keep up. He's like looking at the screen, so he felt embarrassed, so he'd just stand there. I said, why do you come? He said, Neil, we were in church all our lives with just 50, 80 people till I was into my late 20s. And I never saw any young people in church. He said, I come here and I just love looking because all these years we believe for this and I can put a, his words, I could put a CD player on at home. Don't tell the boomers that, they don't even know what that is. But I, I could put a CD player on at home and listen to my Gaithers, was his words, Gaithers. And, uh, but I can't replace what I see here all these young people. And he said, we'd never see anybody walk forward to get saved. We see so many here. I just love coming and watching. I wanna be a part of it. Why? Because he's got a winning spirit. He's got a spirit that says, it's not about me. It's not about my success. It's not about whether this year is good or bad. It's about positioning myself to allow God to use me. We're on the winning team. It's what we believe, it makes a difference. This year is a year of victory. And whether we're going through it in the natural or not, we're gonna see victory in our lives. So believe and sow, believe and scatter. What we sow will not return void. At the right time, victory is ours. Harvest is coming. Harvest is coming in your business. A harvest is coming in your health. A harvest is coming in your circumstance. Sow seeds. So here's what I thought we'd do today. And think about this. I'm gonna do this four times. You can go home and sit on the couch and recover. You can have a warm or a cold bath to get over it. I can't, I'm gonna keep going. But I wanna sing that song, Winning Team. And I want you to understand that people who believe sing it differently. A little smile comes on their face, not because it's just fun. We, we, we sing it because we know we're on the winning team. Not arrogance, but confidence in our God. We know He's gonna come through in that circumstance. They've told you you can't have kids, we're on the winning team. They've told you that you're not gonna survive, we're on the winning team. They've told you there's a financial challenge, ah! We're on the winning team. God's gonna do something in and through each of us and we're gonna win. So I'm gonna get the band to come. Where's Tarini? Come here, Tarini, come here. Come here. Come forward, Tarini, come forward, come forward. There's my friend Tarini, she heads up our dance troupe. She's been dancing for a hundred years. She must have a lot of ice baths is all I can say. She does, see? But if she can have a Manchester United church on and she can dance, you can too. So he 
even if, you know, the hip's gone, even if there's a little bit of anger. Now, some people might legitimately not be able to, but if you can, just get, oh. We're not doing it like Pastor Lorraine, just because that's what we do on Sundays. We're doing it because we need a breakthrough. We need to break out. We need to step in something else. For the sake of, I'm going to sow a seed. I'm going to scatter some seed. I'm going to live in victory. Seeds of victory released all over this place. Seeds of victory for people online. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that your faith was filled and you were encouraged. If you have any prayer requests or want to connect with us further, search for us on our social media at Planet Shakers. We'd love to hear from you.